Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of The Latest Thread. Um, first, we really want to thank you all for your input and, and um, sending us some suggestions for topics that you want to hear about. Um, so one of the ones that we chose um, was to talk about show quilting. You know, entering shows, some of the ins and outs, things to think about if you're going to enter a show. Um, so kind of the first thing we want to talk about is why might one enter a show? So, do you want, should I go? <laughs> They're competitive in nature. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Karen, you go first. That's all I have. <laughs> no, it's just, I don't know. It's like self-validation that what you're you're doing is actually meaning something to people. And I don't mean about like the judging critiques and that I I like going to shows and listening to people that are talking about my quilt so I just stand there and I listen but oh. I think that's, yeah no because I like they're like oh I wonder how she did this and then you listen to them talk it out and you're like that is not even close to how I did that <laughs> no so, I think I, I did that one time mm -hmm. one time only because I stood on the other side and oh they were not nice they didn't know what she was thinking with that thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am never, ever, ever doing that again. Yeah. I actually now, I generally don't even go see my quilt in yeah. the quilt show. I, no, I don't want to see it. Because no. that was like a bad thing for me. Well, see, I don't know. Maybe I don't value other people's opinions. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. I don't know. I... I don't know. I, it's very competitive for me, and it's not even competing with the other quilts. It's competing against myself. Like, can this next show quilt be even better than my last show quilt? How can I fix all those bad critiques that I got and change them on this one? So, yeah. It's just, you know, you, like that, your validation that what you're doing is getting better. But then that's a whole... That's a whole other topic for later, the critique stuff. So we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. uh, I also agree with the validation. I mean, you know, you work on something and, you know, maybe some of us make it specifically to enter in a show or because we want to um, learn a new technique. And so, therefore, you know, you, Karen's right, I think. You compete with yourself, you know, a combination of what the critiques tell you you need to improve on. I mean, most of us don't really take criticism too well because, of course, we think we're awesome, but, of course, we're not. So, <laughs> so you know, I mean, I do want to learn, you know, to improve um, mm -hmm. because making quilts is really... Um, not the main focus of why I like quilting. It's more the long arm quilting. So I have a lot to learn when it comes to making quilts. So that's why I enter. And I do enjoy looking at all the quilts at the show. I know those of you who have gone to a show with me often get annoyed because I take the time to take lots of pictures, <laughs> holding everybody up. But I do enjoy looking to see how, what, what other people were thinking. I like to read the tags, you know, what's the thing behind the story behind the quilt. So for me, you know, that's something, you know, I like for other people to see the quilt that I made because I don't do very many of them. 
Can I add to your taking pictures of quilts? Just because yeah. it's one of my pet peeves. <laughs> um, whenever you're at a quilt show, always take a picture of the card. Exactly. I plan on sharing that quilt anywhere because, you know, people want to know. And, and the people that made it want people to know that they made it. So just, the, you know, their, their own acknowledgement. I definitely agree. You know, you take a picture of it, zoom in so people can see it. Because you have to, just like with everything else, you have to give them credit, you know, when you're, when you're sharing it on social media or whatnot. And besides, even for your own reference, as you look through the pictures later, you know, it's nice to know, oh, that was so-and-so and, you know. What's funny is when you meet that person later in life, like I have pictures from old quilt shows and I'm like, oh, I'm friends with them now. <laughs> I really like their work then. <laughs> Sharon, anything? I don't have much to add because I don't have the competition experience that you all have. Um, <clears throat> I think it's a little bit of a different um, game in Canada. There's not as many shows that you can enter your quilts into if you don't belong to the guild that's hosting the show. So there's a couple of juried shows that you can enter, but um, I design patterns and sell my own patterns. And one of the stipulations for one of the shows locally is that if you write a pattern or you design a pattern and you sell the pattern, you can't enter that quilt into a show because it's self-promotional. Hmm. So, so there's some different things about competing here. We just don't have the magnitude of shows that are in the U.S. So, so and, and, and I'm too busy quilting for other people that are, are winning ribbons ribbon <laughs> with the quilt, but not, but not for myself. myself. It's, it's we're so, so busy paying bills quilting what we're doing. doing. So, so I'm here I'm learning, learning guys, guys. <laughs> on this um, one. one. Yeah, yeah I, I, it, for me, for I, me I, it's, it's the same, same thing. thing. The competition, the competition and I enjoy that. that. Um, never, never really thought really really I did, did, but I do. <laughs> but I also, <laughs> but I also like to hear the comments. comments. I mean, that's a I mean, good that's way, way to, know to know where you're at, where you're at your skills, and what needs it. Hey, guys. Um, sorry about that. We had a little technical difficulty there. Um, but we're ready to go on kind of the next topic, which is checking, make sure when you're going to enter to read everything. All of the like dates, the deadlines, the descriptions for the categories, because sometimes the shows will, if you enter, let's say the wrong category, they'll move your quilt, you know, and you may or may not really want it to be in that category. So um, for me, one of the lately, I don't know, must be my age, <laughs> I've entered a quilt into the same show twice, like the following year. Or I enter one show and then I enter another show and realize, um, yeah, I'm not going to have it back in time to send it to the other one. So really, you need to check that out. Um, yeah. You know, I, actually, I double check now. <laughs> I actually keep a spreadsheet in Excel and it has like my, my quilt details. It has a picture of my quilt when I made it, the linear inches, the square inches, because some shows, you know, like... They, they do it by square inch, not by the actual quilt size. So it has all the information, if it's been appraised, what it's been appraised for, and then I list every single show that it's been at. So sometimes 
in a year from now, I'll look and go, oh, it was already there. So it just helps me to, the non-organized person has to keep a spreadsheet. <laughs> well, I'm non-organized, but I'm not a spreadsheet maker either. Mm -hmm. But I have, so now I have a little index card <laughs> for each quilt and it says where I entered it, what year. Um, yeah, so. But I find in regards to the categories, that's probably the trickiest one because some of you have mentioned that you're competitive. So not only do you have to find the right category where you feel that your quilt actually should be entered in, but then you may also consider who else might enter into that same category. Yeah. So that can be a determining <laughs> factor whether or not you may want to enter the quilt show if you're that competitive. Well, what I yeah. found, like some of, when you, when you put your quilt out there, I, mean, I always say the circuit, because it only, shows only have like a two to, two to three year span that you can put that quilt out there. So sometimes if you're coming into what, what you're saying, Ava, like if I enter a quilt and there's already like five major best of show winners in that category, my quilt will do nothing. It'll do nothing, 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 nothing. And then maybe, you know, a year later, it's winning everything because like what you said, certain quilts move in and out of the same circuit. Well, and the reason why that could be important um, not just for the fact, you know, that we are competitive, but it's also quite costly to enter a quilt show. You know, I mean, depending on where the show is, the shipping alone, you know, back and forth, you know, on top of the entry fee, um, you know, can be costly. So if you know you don't have a chance at all based on the categories that the show offers and who you know probably will enter, um, you know, it, it, to me, honestly, that has to be a deciding factor, mm -hmm. you know. And especially um, a lot of these shows are charging big return ship, shipping yes. fees. A lot of times I find that the return shipping, you know, and, and, and I understand it has to be handled properly on their end. So I'm sure it's a valid, you know, reason for it being that costly, but it generally is usually at least double of what I pay to get it there, you know, and, and so therefore the cost factor is definitely, you know, important so if i entered the quilt two three times and it didn't do anything you know i just have to tell myself perhaps well it just wasn't meant to be and stop you know spending the money on it and it's disappointing because you know not that you know i personally feel you know it's the greatest thing ever but you know you took time Generally, you know, when you enter a quilt, it's not based on a pattern. It's your own design. So, you know, a lot of time went into that planning it. So, but at some point, I guess you say, that's it. I don't know. I, I let it travel for its whole, its whole competitive life because some of my quilts, like they, they started out, like I said, you know, and they won nothing. And then the last three or four shows, boom, they ribboned it every one. So if I had followed that philosophy, that quilt would have zero ribbons. So it, yeah, and it is, it's, it's personal preference, how much money you want to spend. Yeah. 
Well, and I think another part of that too is that you can enter a quilt in one show and it does nothing, maybe two, three shows and it does nothing. But, and it's not, I don't know that you can say, oh, my quilt it like sucks or whatever. I mean, because it, every show, different people enter. Yep. So it really depends on who, what other quilts are there. Because right. every show you might be competing against a whole different group of quilts. So that's another, you know. And how they're judged too. Because sometimes they're judged flat on a table. Other times they're judged hanging. So, you know, and I mean, I don't want to say that, but it, it does come down to, I think in the end, personal preference. I really do. Sure. Mm -hmm. if they're both spot on with everything that's why i always say you know binding because that's they'll start nitpicking if you have two perfect quilts out there they'll start nitpicking the two to find out which one is better and well the binding is a big factor like you said but then also i've seen it where you know quilts two quilts side by side you know and they both were in the running for best of show and the one that got picked was um because it had a higher level uh, or degree of difficulty. So, you know, it's just all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. But getting back to the categories too, you know, sometimes it's frustrating too if you make a certain style of quilts, like Jody makes modern quilts predominantly, and I've made some modern quilts to enter, and very few shows support that category. So therefore, it's difficult, you know, then you have to choose i mean yeah it still can fit into wall or you know if it's an applique modern quilt it can fit in an applique category but then you also know that now it becomes very difficult especially at for instance an aqs show if you're in on an applique category when you know that there is a lot of the japanese artists entering in their applique quilts you know have thousand <laughs> whereas a modern quilt has 12 you know so you know that's definitely gonna have to be a deciding factor so it, yeah. it's art actually and well even when you're reading the categories you have to be so like you might have a quilt that's 62 inches by just say 62 by 62 and the wall goes up to 60 and say the large quilt starts at 80. So you have this great quilt that you can't put into that show anywhere. You know, so sometimes I like when they label it, you know, just wall. <laughs> because then your 62-inch quilt can go on a wall. Whereas if well, they stopped it at 60, you can't get it in that category. You know, and that's something if you, you know, pay attention to the categories and, and that the shows offer. You almost have to do it the other way around. You have to know what the criteria are and then base your quilt design that you're making, you know, knowing that you want to enter those shows because, you know, they change the sizes not very often. They may change the categories, but not the size requirements. So therefore, you have to do it the other way around, knowing that you want to enter that. Yeah. It's an art form. <laughs> it is an art. Yeah, entering is an art form. Mm -hmm. and it definitely is. Yeah. And some people will actually just make their quilts to fit categories. I don't do that. I just I get the idea in my head, and then the quilt takes you know, 87 years to be born. <laughs> you know? 
I'm right there with you. <laughs> then it's going wherever it fits. You know? It was just a little exaggeration. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think this is a good time for us to take a little break. And we come back, we have a couple more things to talk about um, in regards to show quilts. Hi everyone, I'm Georgia Stahl and I'm here at the Gamel Education Center today. I'd like to talk to you a little bit about the thread break sensor. You know, I've talked to some people and they say, my thread break, I get a false alarm right at the beginning. Or maybe they say, mine doesn't even hardly ever go off. Do you know there's a place that you can make some changes to find the sweet spot for your thread break sensor? What you need to do is go into uh, your software, have your software open, go to service, go to technical support, and then right at the top of the list is controller definitions. Click on that, you'll get your little message box and you'll notice right toward the bottom of the middle, it says thread break. Well, I want the thread break, so I wanna keep that checked. But what I want to change is thread break delay and it's in seconds. You'll note that the default is 0.1. So if you need it to be a little more sensitive, you can change it to zero. If you need it to be a little less sensitive, you can change it to 0.2. Try that. If that doesn't work, you can try 0.3. You can go all the way up to 0.5, but I would do it in one-tenth of a second increments. And this way, your thread break sensor works for you. It's not too sensitive. It's not not sensitive. It's just right. Happy quilting, everyone. Welcome back, everyone. We are going to talk now a little bit about, let's say, okay, you decide you're going to enter a show and you're all set to go. Now you have to worry about shipping and prepping your quilt to go to the show. Um, you know, for me, I find that kind of the most tedious part. You know, you, I always try to look at the deadline when it needs to be there and decide the latest I can send it, that it'll make the deadline. But I don't want to send it at the very beginning of the time frame because I don't want it to be, you know, you spend so much time, you block the quilt, you keep it super nice, and then you're going to fold it all up in a little ball <laughs> and put it in a box. <laughs> and, you know, I don't want it to get there and sit for like weeks mm -hmm. in a box. So yeah, that's a pain, I think. And then the, the art of folding and tucking little tubes of crushed paper or bubble wrap in there so that the crease is the least, you're still going to get a crease, but the crease is the least crease you can get. And then searching for a box that'll fit. <laughs> and Karen just recently did a um, Facebook Live in regards to blocking, you know, if you're interested, you can go back to the Gamma Facebook uh, page and check out her video because she also showed a couple tools like uh, the laser lights she used. So that's a great little um, presentation as to how you can prep your quilt. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, I find, you know, like Jody said, you block it and you prepare it. You make sure there's not a speck of lint on there. And then, you know, you see some of the shows that are um, staggering, layering the quilts on the table. So you can only hope that the other one that it's laying on top didn't have lint on it or anything. Yeah, yeah that's real common at 
at you know, guilt shows when they're there. You get your quilt back and like the whole back of it is covered in animal fur because the quilt yeah. under yours had fur all over it. Yeah. I mean, it's part of it. And I think whoever judges it should recognize that um, there's a couple shows that actually steam the quilts, you know, mm -hmm. when you're before the oven, they're hanging them. So they try to help out and make sure they're, you know, yeah. um, hanging straight. That's also one thing to, to note. If you know that the show does steam the quilts and you have a problem with your quilt being steamed, you have to contact them. You know. And it's usually on their paper. You have to agree to it, you know, that it's okay for them to steam it. So, but it's still a nice thing because some of the shows, you literally have to have the quilt there uh, a week, I mean, a month prior to the show because they, you know, take it themselves to the location. And that's a long time. I don't care how careful you were folding it, you know, it's still yeah yeah um, gonna affect how it's going to hang yeah i think it was like last year year or two ago anyway i um i was at the store and it was in the fall and they had those pool noodles on sale for like 50 cents so i bought a bunch of those and then when i get them back i just immediately well most of the time I take them immediately out of the box and I roll them back on there and I just put pins to hold it and then they just stay nice. So when it's time to send them somewhere else, I can pull it out. You know, sometimes I just let the box sit there for a month or two and yeah. Guilty. <laughs> um, mine don't live on pool noodles though. I, I put all my um, quilts flat in my guest room. So they all lay stacked on my guest bed. That would be ideal. And I'm like, I still have to rotate them because, you know, what if, what if a little bit of sun comes through the window continuously on that one, you know, <laughs> the things that you have to think about. So, but, yeah. Yeah. And one of the things we didn't talk about yet, you know, I, I'm pretty um, cheap, frugal, whatever word you want to use. So when I take my quilt to ship it, you know, I just take it to the post office, you know, and they, you know, insure it automatically for $50. And then they ask you, do you want to add more insurance? You know, and of course I don't, you know, so far I've never had an issue, but other people are horrified. You know, they make sure that they get their, their quilt appraised, you know, before they even send it off to a quilt show. Um, and they spend extra on insurance, you know, so we all, I think, have different points of view on that, you know. I, I ship FedEx. Yours appraised also. I get mine appraised, and then after five years, I get them reappraised. Because appraisals only last so long. So if you have, like, a you know, eight-year-old appraisal, the insurance companies could say, yeah, but the market has gone down for quilts, because there, there is a... There is a fluctuating market on quilts, but um, yeah. But I I ship FedEx because um, they give you up to five hundred, huh? <laughs> because it's across the street. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually around the corner, <laughs> and the post office is way across town. <laughs> no, but um, they insure up to five hundred. So four ninety nine ninety nine is in, is 
like included. And I always laugh because they're like, insured? I'm like, yeah, $499.99. And they've told me, they said, don't worry. They're going to look for it because they do not want to cut you that check for $499.99. They will find this quilt. <laughs> but yeah, I used to, when I first started, I would insure it for, you know, $10,000, $12,000. And I'm like, oh, this is insane. Yeah. Your shipping is outrageous. Yeah. And I, I'm the, I'm kind of, I do the same thing as Ava. I mean, I just take her to the post office. It's like, you know, one minute down the road. So that's the way I'm going. And I honestly have had not ever knock on wood, a problem. I mean, and I don't want to have to, I hate signing for stuff. Mm -hmm. Just put it in my mailbox or put it wherever I have a giant like rural mailbox. So you can put a huge box in there. Um, and I don't get any insurance either, you know, and I think it, it's just not, I'm not definitely not saying you shouldn't because I know, you know, it's just how you feel about your quilt. You only, you know, how much went into it, what it means to you, you know, and I feel like I'm one of the people, I guess that feels like, well, if I truly lost it, I could just make another one. Would yeah. I Probably not, but you know, one, my one quilt, Wonderlust, um, Gamma was shipping it back to me, and um, UPS got a little crazy there because I got a package that was going to someone else inside of my box. So um, crazy stuff happened. But what's what's really gets me is, um, you know, my name is on the label. It's all packaged in plastic. My business card is taped on the top of the plastic. And after um, three days of harassing UPS higher-ups. Um, they did find it in an unclaimed storage room, wrapped in plastic with my name and phone number and address right on it. So I don't, yeah, it's unclaimed, but they don't bother to contact you. So don't ever give up on your lost quilt. Keep calling them, keep emailing them because it was just sitting there and they, they put it as, un, you know, undeliverable, unclaimed property. So we should probably talk about one thing that you know for sure and to me this is one reason that you should enter a quilt if you've never done it you should give it a whirl I mean there's nothing better than getting the critique sheet you know and but keep in mind you have to be able to take it because sometimes you know you might not like what you see but for me I feel like that's kind of one of the the best parts about entering a show is that you can get some constructive criticism and you know I want to improve if if I did something horribly wrong tell me so I can fix it would I fix it eh, I personally probably wouldn't fix it I just wouldn't enter it again but you know you might want to fix it would I ever take my binding off and redo it oh, absolutely no. not I hate binding <laughs> well I got a critique and they said you know the, the the quilting distracted from part of the quilt and I'm like, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. They're crazy. And now, after doing a lot more show quilts and a lot more reading of critiques, I'm like, oh, it sure did. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just I always say take it with a grain of salt because you may not think it pertains to it, but the more you learn about it and the more you realize your own personal quilting growth, yeah, it probably was true, you know. So just take it and learn. Yeah. 
And the same for me. I mean, I, as I said earlier, I'd like to have the opportunity to improve because if I want to do competition quilts, obviously I need to figure out what I need to do different, for, at least for the technical stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously that shouldn't ever apply to design, etc. But, you know, I do hope that, you know, most of the quilt shows um, use criterias mm-hmm. and they judge the quilts based on those criterias. And my hope is that they're objective um, when doing so. I imagine that's very tricky um, to stay objective, but, you know. I, I yeah. I like the ones that have numbering systems. Yep. I, I like that much better. Okay. And, you know, because it's like, you know, one to 10. Where did I land? Did I land at six or did I land at nine? You know, it, it, and it, I don't know if it makes it easier for me to understand, but when they get all wordy and this and I'm just like, yeah, it's just too much. I like numbers. <laughs> I mean, we had a we have a local quilt show that's actually quite big, and we use a numbering system. And several of our judges, we use one that went through the um, national certification process, and they really do like the numbering system. So a lot more shows in our area have taken on that numbering system. And I do like it, you know, because the scribes, they have only so little time to look at each individual quilts. So clearly most scribes can't add all these comments on everybody's, you know, sheet. So if you have the numbers, you know, then like you said, Karen, then you know already, you know, that that's obviously a concern. If you only got a two out of a 10, you definitely need to address it. But if you're at the top part of that, then you think, yeah, look at it more closely next time, but you're going in the right direction anyhow. Well, I always, I always relate it to pain. Like when you're in the ER, they don't say, how are you feeling? Well, crappy. I'm feeling crappy. And the word crappy to 17 different people means 17 different things. But when they say on a scale of 1 to 10, what is your pain? 11. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just straight into the point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think too, with the critique sheets, um, you know, you, you have to, I think in reality, if you think about your quilt, when you look at that, before you even, I guess, see the sheet, mm-hmm. you know, I think what you're, I know what I could have done better or what yeah. was wrong. Then usually when you send it, you hope, no, I hope they don't see that, you know, <laughs> So I think a lot of times the things that are on there, as much as you don't want to see them, yeah, you know. I Good know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I find the funniest is that usually what I know I did wrong or I should have fixed or whatever, it usually isn't what's on there. And I'm like, what? They saw this. They didn't see the real problem. <laughs> so it's it's kind of, I don't know, funny. I mean, in one time, and I get it. You know, I quilt shows have a ton of quilts, and I, from what I understand, I've never watched it, but they have very little time for each quilt. Um, but one time I did a whole cloth, and I got um, on my critique sheet, it said that the stitch in the ditch was not in the ditch. And I'm like, no ditch. there's not a ditch on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes, you know, you just have to let it go if it, 
Well, and I think that part of that, because that happens a lot, you get things that aren't even related to equipment. I think that's the scribes, like doing their real quick shorthand. And then when it's their turn to rest, they go back and rewrite things. And they can't even read their own notes. So they're like, oh, yeah, that must say stitch in the ditch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can you guys think of anything else? that I want to hear Sharon's take on all this since she doesn't do competition goals. <laughs> I have to unmute myself because my dog was noisy for a bit there. Uh, I, I, I feel like I don't want the comp competition part of the quilting to take away my joy of creating. Mm -hmm. And as I said before, one of the reasons I haven't, well, I've, I've shared some of those reasons I haven't, but I felt like if I was going to, that I would wait until I was making a quilt and when I was finished making it, I felt like it was good enough to go into a show, then I would do that. Mm -hmm. Instead of starting a project that was, okay, this one's going into a show, because I feel like that process would just make me redo everything that I did. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. like I'm critiquing myself the whole time and not really enjoying the process of making it. And I, I don't want that to be robbed away. And yeah. we, I said a little bit on the break that, one of the things that discourages me is all of the other factors that have nothing to do with your quilt itself, like somebody's personal opinion or who else is competing in that. And so how do you really truly compete against yourself if the, all of the other factors that have nothing to do with you or your quilt are determining how you place? So that kind of sits funny with me. And so I've entered one quilt into one competition and it didn't place but it got really good like out of one to ten and good notes um it wasn't even a a, a negative or a constructive comment like a feedback a corrective mm -hmm. comment on there it was all good so i mean it should probably make me want to but i like i said i just i don't want it to affect the process of how much i love to create so but it's it's sorry my cat and animal issues today just bonking the the just trying to you know rub her face up against the side of the computer um, but i think it's it's fascinating and um it's kind of it's cool to see people you know getting the, the ribbons and the acknowledgement and the credit that they deserve for all their hard work and i think that that is it's so necessary for those of us who don't compete very much because we need that inspiration from you people, right? We, we need to see that. And so it's inspiring to other people. And that's a good reason to compete that has nothing to do with winning is just a spark. Sharing, a sharing something that's completely different and inspiring other people to say, okay, I'm not the only one that has a weird mind like that. Look at what that person made, right? What even, what even is that? So, <laughs> <laughs> that's that another no. <laughs> some abstract stuff can get pretty weird in some of the quilts that I've seen but um, I remember my first time to Houston and seeing the quilts that were there were just so much next level uh, mm -hmm. and so inspiring so you know I guess that is one good reason to enter that has nothing to do with placing yeah well and I think you're right um with the not thinking so much about it because generally for me i find that the harder i think about it and work on something the worse it does mm -hmm. but the things that i just make because i want to make it and i really like it yeah. and just do it and don't 
be like, oh, this has to be just so, does better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, your heart's in those things, those projects. Right, right. Yeah. So, you know, I hope that everyone will, I, we, our intention was not to scare you off. <laughs> we just wanted to share our experiences. I mean, I think entering is a great thing. And if you make something that you just so love, you should definitely try give it a try i mean enter it share it everyone would love to see your quilts in a show um you know i i'm kind of someone i'm guilty of going to a show i'm unlike ava because yes i go to shows with her and it's like come on (laughs) i can do a show super quick because i i walk the aisles and i look at them all but i really stop and look at the ones that strike something in me you know like i am drawn to this particular quilt then i'll read the labels and all of that and i hope that doesn't sound bad but you know i think we all like what we like and you're drawn to what you're drawn to and yeah so you guys should give it a try and a show um and right now there's so many of these virtual shows going on and stuff and you don't even have to mail your quilt how much better could it get right (laughs) Um, you can take pictures of your quilts from all the best angles. Right, in the best light. <laughs> okay, so we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Um, have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye.